It's life on life's terms. Life on Life's Terms podcast, and I'm Tom Robinson. And like I always say, we are not affiliated with any 12-step program. Um, so that basically means, you know, we're, we're not AA, and uh, they're not responsible for what we're doing. Um, uh, however, uh, AA has is, is, um, helped save my life as an intricate, intricate part of my sobriety. Um, so you guys are... Yes, uh, I am right. Chris Mandeville. Um, <laughs> I am a heroin addict in recovery. Um, I am not anonymous. Uh, no. You know, this. <clears throat> back in the day, that was very important to people, right. but today I think it, it, it adds to the struggle. Um, well, I, I, was, I, I think that it, it helps AA do what AA does. Yes, yes. Um, I was actually, but, I got a chance to speak last night at... Um, a IOP out in East Boston, a, a buddy of mine, Jack Hopper, shout out to Jack, um, asked me to come out there and, and, you know, it was, it was good. And I, there was a lot of, uh, it was funny cause afterwards people came up to me and they were like, man, once I heard it was a speaker, I didn't even want to stay. But like, he's like, they were like, you, you definitely, you know, told a good story cause nice. you know, we have to. Yeah. Um, so lolterms.com. Please subscribe. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. Share this video now if you're watching it. Uh, the more people we can reach, uh, the better it is for people to find the help that they need. Get the uh, message out there. Yes. Understand uh, what it's like to be sober, that it's not all uh, boring and all the stuff that you think it is when you're uh, when you're out there ripping and running. Absolutely. Um, so tonight we have Mike D., uh, He's going to uh, share his experience, strength, and hope with us and tell us a little bit about his story. We may make fun of him. We may cry. We may <laughs> laugh. Who knows? We never know what's going to happen. We cried. Yes. We've done it all here. So Thanks for coming, Mike. Uh, we're going to turn it over to Mike. Wow. Thank you guys so much. It comes with the territory, and that breaks the ice very nicely. You know, mm. a couple shots, a couple yeah, shots. Yeah, a couple bald head. No, no bald head jokes quite yet. You know? uh, but um, I think it's, it's, you know, anonymous comes with it, but nowadays – more than ever, people need to feel like it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I said and it last night. I it's agree. 2019, and it, people it's, don't know how to get sober. You know, and, and it's crazy. It's so much more of a problem mm. now. And if you look at the statistics on overdose deaths just in the past year, they double. Yeah. They triple. Right. And it's in every area. You know, like used to be an area we'd say, that town's okay. Uh, there's nothing going on in that town. That that town's safe. Mm. It doesn't matter what town or where you're from no. or where you grew no. up. It's it's no, absolutely no. everywhere. But I'm park, Mike D'Andrea. Park Street to a park and, bench. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh yeah. Oh no. Definitely. Definitely. And um, I want to <laughs> thank these guys for having me because it, it means a lot for me to share my story. And you guys have been so active in our new page, Sobriety Rocks. But yeah. you know, and it takes it takes it's going to take everybody to really to really get that going. But you know, recovering alcoholic. 
came with a lot of cocaine addiction and, and before mm. that was was just a mess of everything else but yeah, that yeah. was that was the number one i always liked the uh, speed freak up you know i, I, oh, I was yeah. uh, i wanted to stay up for three four days at a time i never wanted to miss anything oh yeah FOMO, i was like you know fear of missing out fomo but it, it came with <laughs> i think it came with the band life too but um you know, I, I got to thank you guys. Kristen Scully asked me to, to come join. Yes. And, and I saw what you guys were doing, and I had no idea. It's my first podcast. I, I <laughs> we, didn't no, you know, know, we didn't know what you know, a podcast was, really. We, I what's a podcast? You. you know, yeah. I, I don't know what yeah, a podcast well, was. Yeah, well, usually you know? it's, a, it's, it's audio podcast. But, okay. the, but we, you know, the, we've uh, had great success with uh, Facebook Live. And, yeah. Uh, so we're, and, we're and it's good to put, a, put a, a face to the name, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and actually see it. I think, you know... When I'm working, podcast is great. But if right. I'm just chilling, yep, you know, yeah, I, I like to see things, especially you know? on Facebook. People might not read your whole dialogue, but if you post a video, oh yeah, they'll oh, sit, yeah. they'll watch yeah. that video. That's that's the culture we're in. Yeah. You know, like yep. like as sad as it is, the things that we see, the viral videos, someone overdosing, and someone is videoing them before they're helping them, not calling nine one one, right? Yeah. Not asking for help. Seeing how many likes and views they can yeah. get. Check this out. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen yeah. that. That's terrible. The, there was a woman who had her child with her at a family dollar. She overdosed in the aisle. I read her story after that. For her to try and come back to a, any type of normalcy in her life was heart-wrenching. It was absolute oh, yeah. torture for her to try just try and be a normal person anymore because she was a viral video of the mom overdosed yeah you know uh, oh yeah. and you know being it, it's you're embarrassed you know and if people can get over the embarrassment like you gotta stop caring what everyone else thinks and what everyone else's deal is because i remember that when i when i first after multiple times trying Right. And, and I've been thinking back to when I was asked to do this interview, I'm like, geez, man, I start thinking back to like 12 years old, first drink, stealing the six pack out of the fridge yes. and bringing oh, yeah. it to my buddy's house for the sleepover and like how <laughs> early it happened and yeah. then all the way up. But I, I do remember being embarrassed. And, and But, but back was, then it, it was, was what? It was what? Two beers? You well, were good? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, then- <laughs> I got sick. I got sick and then got in trouble. Yeah. I, I slept over my, my friend's house and he his dad found it and called my mom. Oh, yeah. And then uh, was terrified to go home. Like, they're then, not going to find out the one six-pack's gone. And then you were that kid. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't hang around with Mike yeah. no more. He's yeah. a bad influence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Dude, I, was a I remember kid, but... drinking crystal meth. Uh, crystal meth. Uh, really? I <laughs> drank that too. Cre- cream oh, cream to mint. Nails. Yes. It's like nails. Midori. Oh, Midori. Oh, yeah. All the sweet and I stuff. I vomited. I couldn't, I couldn't drink it anymore. I vomited. I vomited. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's just. Woke it's... up in the tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wake up peeing in the trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, but, you know, I so was. So glamorous. Thinking <laughs> from, from the very beginning, you know, when you stop, because we spend so much time trying to get through the day trying to make sure that this day is okay, trying to make sure that I do everything I can to not have a drink today. Sometimes you don't think about how it all started or the mm. very beginning of it. I mean, I dropped out of high school in 11th grade. and My addiction, yeah. and, and, and I was already full into it. And I also believe that in this life, you get a certain amount, a certain amount of party time, and you can either yeah. use it all up, Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or you can spread it out and have a couple of drinks and be okay and spread yeah. it out on the weekends. So you, get, you have an you have an allotted time for your addiction. That's how I feel. You or have for your party and before it becomes addiction. And you can either use it like I used yeah, it all up from like sixteen true. to thirty three. I used mm. it all. 
Yeah. I don't have any, yep. you know, and some people uh, can, 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 you know, go throughout and have a drink and yeah, they could pace themselves they through could, life. I couldn't, you know? <laughs> there was, there was no patience. That was the thing. We couldn't, we couldn't stop. I could never, one wasn't enough. And it got to a point where I was making the call to set up before I even went out and started drinking because we, you know what I'm you saying? Knew, like, yeah, you we knew. knew we oh, were making yeah. the call before we premeditated tomorrow night. Mm. Like, well, I'm going to need a, a ball. Yeah. You know, we're going to, yeah, I'm yeah. going to have, cause Cause, I'm not, cause I, we're, we're going to keep going. We're, we're going to keep going. And, and it started I so early. You know? I remember making the call before going out, and then, and then you know, uh, going out drinking, and then not going out, and just making the call yeah. and drinking, oh, and yeah. then not drinking and just making the call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it you started. I mean? You and you and six years could split one. Yes. Then it was like, nope, we're gonna need our own. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you, you, you're independently going out, spending 180 to two bills. Just yeah, on and you're you. not telling nobody. And, and Adam, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you yeah. got anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you got you're right. holding you got it in there it, it was I mean? terrible and I, I look back now because i try to you know this sobriety has been so wonderful to me and and I, i've been thinking about that we just buried my grandmother yesterday it was the hardest day of my life i read the eulogy and it was the toughest thing i've ever had uh. to do to speak for the family and i don't know how i got through it by the grace of god and with my family and my yeah. friends but i yeah. i at least got to to be with her and really embrace who she was because I didn't get to do that with a lot of my family because we were running, using, drinking. Yeah, it didn't yeah. going to see Papa and Grandma and the cousins. That, that didn't matter. I didn't care about that. Oh, yeah. holidays. How many holidays did you ruin? Listen, I Especially went to church. Thanksgiving. I went to church right? with my grandfather yeah. every Saturday at 4 o'clock for years, for years. Once I picked up, that stopped. Yep. You know, mm. and yep. I, I shared this last night at, uh, at the meeting, like – I was still active when my mom passed away. She died at 57 of emphysema, COPD. Oh, I'm sorry. I watched her take her last breath. My family left the room, and I took everything out of her purse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know that. Wow. Like, that. Yeah. That's, and yep, and, that's and, and that amends, I thought was going to be easy. You know, graveside amends. I thought it was going to be, oh, I'll just do these ones. Yep. No, I didn't get nothing back. I would rather have someone told me, you know, you're an asshole. Yep. But I, I got nothing. That's yep. because you were telling yourself you're an asshole. Exactly. Yep. For years. Yes. Behind yes. the conscious mind. You know, and, and it, you know, it's, that's a terrible thing to, to have done. You know, it, and, you know, like my friend Teresa says, it, it is what it is, but it's not who I am today. That's not how I live my we life. Can, we can change. We mm. can change and it's it's you know it's yes. it's only what I put into my body. I, I tell so many of that. I'm so sick of watching my friends die, and, and we're not going to name names. But I have a friend who his his girlfriend lost her brother because he bought a bag of coke. It was laced with fentanyl. He sniffed it and died. And then there was another one. My customer today, her son's friend, same batch, uh, Quincy, and this one was oh was down God. towards Pembroke. And, and it's just you you don't know. You you have no idea what what is what it is now. I don't what, understand why they're doing that though. Like, if you want coke, you don't want to be down. Like, yeah, I, I understand. Either, is it but. is it marketing? Like, all right, we're just gonna get them hooked. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. yeah. You know what Jamie said too. Jamie, I love you, Jamie Lee, the love of my life. Um, she was looking up a. She was studying a little bit about it, and you know, if there's if there's an overdose in one certain town, right? You're gonna see an influx in use in that town because people say, "Oh, that shit's bomb." He couldn't just he just couldn't handle his shit. Listen, that's oh, the, yeah. and, and you'll see a, a, a fluctuation. Have, yeah, in that they, area. they they said that they they showed that so uh, uh, poignantly on the movie The Gift. You ever see the movie The Gift? I don't think I have. Oh, I it's years ago, and the the girlfriend's talking to her mother, 
And she says, hold on, Mom, wraps her arm with the phone cord, hits and dies. And then the guy from Jane's Addiction comes home, and he's like, oh, no. And he goes right for his stuff, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And it was yeah. so poignant. And I watched it. When I was watching that, I was just getting into using at the beginning, and I was like, yeah, I could imagine that. And, well, that's tragic, and that's terrible, but... That's what you don't at. mean anything. It, it, when you're it, out there using it, it's when, like when I was out there, nothing will stop you. Right? When I was out there doing what I was doing, you know, IV drug user, like there wasn't overdoses like there is now at all. There wasn't. Like mm. you very rarely heard of it. And when you did, people came to you. You have that stuff. I want that stuff. Yep. Right. That stuff was. You know, I, yeah. I had one guy. He told me, "Oh yeah, man, they had to kick the door open." at Dunkin' Donuts, I, he had just gotten out of jail. I told him, I said, listen, this stuff is strong. Like, you gotta be careful. He OD'd, and he comes back to me. He's like, I want some more. And then he told me that he overdosed. I'm like, dude, you're bringing the heat. Get out of here. Like, yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. I, I, no way, I'm not selling you nothing else. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Because, but nowadays, it doesn't matter. People are, people are assuming that they're doing a Percocet 30, and it's something that someone made to look like that pill, and it's fentanyl. Every, I know people that were doing eight to ten pills, they do one, and they're dying. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to be a dealer. Mm. The The generation has stopped looking to work hard and build something for themselves, and everyone's looking for the easiest way out and the easiest money, and it's a big market. Uh-huh. Let's not bullshit. Yeah. It's a, a, addiction's yeah. a, a huge market, but, well, <laughs> you know. It, it's a business. It, it's a big Big it's business. a booming business, yeah. and I was involved in that business. Mm. Not proud to say it, yeah. but you know we were selling out of out of our, my parents' house. Mm. You know, well, and you can it, imagine then if if you are someone who had uh, a lot of fentanyl and it's easy to make and it's really cheap, you're like, I got to sell this. How am I going to sell it? I'm going to sell. It. What do they want? They want coke. All right, tell them it's coke. Yeah, oh, they exactly. Want pills press it into a pill. Tell them it's perks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you yep. know what I mean. Yeah, it was crazy. But I've been really thinking about. How it began. Uh, the first, the first friend that we lost. I was just talking to my friend Bryson, who's who's listening. I think right now he just got out of work. Um, one of my best friends. He was there with me yesterday. W- one of my only, you know, that came and really su- supported through through Graham's death. But uh, we lost a friend named Jesse, and before heroin was a thing, mm. it wasn't even a thing yet. This is yeah ten plus years ago, and he was the first one to go. And we were like, he hid it from absolutely everybody, and we had no idea. Mm-hmm. And he was he was the first one, but it started. It started so early. It was it was accepted, not 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 exactly accepted in the household, but you know my parents had already chose their path. They had already chose their path, and our, our house was kind of like our parents were like, "You might as well just stay here and hang out." Oh, uh, okay. We, you, you might as well stay talking, here and hang out. You went right it, from here. You're not talking about heroin. No, you're talking mm, about drinking. Talking about drinking. Yeah. No, and to 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 you know for, set the record straight. I never used heroin. Okay. Okay. okay I got. I'm one of the lucky ones. I never. It never yeah. got that far. My the brunt of it was Coke and E, and at the very end yeah. Oxy, and I drank every day, and I started drinking at work and losing accounts, and and that's that was the extent. I never took it to the next level. I got really, but for the grace of God, really, I got yeah. you know, really lucky. There, but for the grace of God, go I. Yeah, you, you know, and, and because I I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, be up, be awake, be alive. That's yeah. why Coke was was such a big thing for me. Plus being in the band. And, and and like I ended up, I didn't get into anything hard until like probably like nineteen. Like, I mean, I did plenty of acid, plenty of weed, plenty of booze. But I moved out to California. I, I went to my senior prom. A friend of mine gave me an eight ball of coke. I went to my senior prom. 
Anybody want to do some coke? No, we got our own. I ended up giving it back to her. I didn't. That's Brockton. I didn't. That's the Brockton prom for you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't touch it. I gave it back to her. It was like Uh, melted and sweaty from from being in my suit. Yeah. And uh, but then she went to jail, and I'm a young kid. I ain't stupid. Okay. She's like, "Do you want to take over my business?" Absolutely. Yeah. So we did that. Yeah. And then I seen how it affected people. Because now my friends know what I'm doing. They're coming to me to get what they want. Yep. And, you know, a, a, a good friend of mine, I went with him. We bought this. He bought this sick car. Spent like four grand. That night at three in the morning, he was ready to give it to me for $60 worth of Coke. <laughs> yeah. And, and like he, he couldn't even speak. He was like, uh, 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 ratchet jaw. You know oh, yeah. what I'm like? Go home, dude. <laughs> yeah. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the loser birds so yeah. many times. So many times. Seeing the loser birds. We got so good at going to work on no sleep. Yeah, we got oh, so yeah. we got so good at getting in and going to work on no sleep because I remember losing my first account, um, like twenty two, and it was a store in Marshfield, and uh, I had started a job and had to finish it the next day. So started the job, left work, went to a party, and I can remember still to this day the kid I was with in the basement three a.m. He's like, "You can do another one, it'll be fine." You know, no, I'll be fine. You know, I'll be fine. I'm like, you're right. I'll be fine. I'll just go in at five. And then 6 a.m. rolls around, 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Stayed up all night, couldn't go in, lost the account, left the job unfinished. And it was just like the beginning of the end of it. But the trade helped really keep me grounded. It was something I could always control. Flooring. 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 So my uncle's fourth generation floor installer. My dad was a carpenter, but my great-grandfather installed flooring, A.J. Rose in the city. Uh And my two uncles installed here, Kent's Copperland, which just went under. Oh, really? Which just went under after over 50 years. I was in Norwell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and they taught me. And and then, you know, we're not going to teach anyone else the trade. They're going to use their brains, and they're going to do other things because the trade's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But... um, you know, it started, and they would they would use every job. And, and I remember um, the first day that I went in, he's like, you know, you're going to have to, you, we're going to drink. You know, we're going to drink. You know, yeah, you're going to yeah. have to get used to what drink. We're not, just because you're my, my nephew doesn't mean I'm going to shield any of this shit from you. And I saw, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they, they didn't uh, care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, 17, 18 years old, young installed, thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's you crazy. Know? Like, I know a lot of dudes in the flooring business, and they're all, they all end up in the halls, man. Well, it's because know? it's so physically demanding, yep. right? And you're getting such horrible financial shit because you never pay your taxes. You get a personal check from the store. Yeah, uh, mm. you, you used to not even have to have. Yeah, you used to have not even have to have insurances. A lot of these stores wouldn't care as long as you put the flooring in. You're a sub; they can cut you tomorrow. Yeah, right. If you want, but it, it did. It led to a lot. And uh, one of my uncles we were just talking about earlier. Is is still hardcore into it, yeah, and uh, proved himself yesterday that he that he needs needs a lot of help, maybe more than I can even. You gotta want, you gotta want to get better. I wanted to, but that's you but, know? but you doing what you're doing, you never you you're just planting a seed. You never yep. know what the him uh, seeing lead you. by example yeah. is huge. Yep, you know, you yep. know that's why that's why you know they they talk about uh, attraction not promotion. Right, you know? exactly. Uh, and uh, that it's huge because people are suspicious of other people, especially people who are using because everything they've known has been somebody trying to take their money or you know cheat yeah. them out of this or that. Right. And so uh, 
Yeah, you just lead by example. Right? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Exam- the example. The, the example was get get. <laughs> you mess- got led get, into get, what you got you were doing by, by example. There you so go. It was crazy. I also remember. I was thinking of my first day of high school. I skipped my first day of high school and we smoked on the way in. That's how I entered. I entered school. These kids were all smoking before the bus. And we yeah. smoked and we got yep. on the bus and he's like, no, you can skip with me. This kid was in 10th grade. I was going into my first year in, in high school. And I remember that's, that's how I kind of entered school was, was wrecked, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it just yeah. spiraled from there. Never cared. Uh, I, I remember at, taking acid in, in shop pink at Southeastern. Pink, you know, I'm, I'm white decorating, water. I'm decora- <laughs> yes, I'm decorating <laughs> a baby shower cake. Yep. So I have to make babies crawling across this cake, and I'm tripping my socks off. <laughs> and these babies are legit crawling across the cake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and the girls that were in the shop, like, they knew it. And yeah. they're walking around, and each one of them is going like, beep, yeah. beep. And all yeah. different spots, different times. And I'm yeah. like, my teacher's like, are you okay? Oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine, Mr. Deegan. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. I remember the first time the cops came to get me at school. Because I, I reeked like weed, and I walked. I was still trying to like, still trying to go to class, but you still stink. Yeah. And uh, we would yeah. drink before school, and, and skip and drink during, and then try to come back, which was just ridiculous. Yeah. Try to come back yeah. in. I remember. I'll never forget. Cops came, arrested. My mom showing up crying, trying to beat beat the shit out of me, and it was like terrible. And we still didn't care. Yeah. And by by a, it was like tenth grade, and then going into eleventh, it was so bad they couldn't control me. Or what I was doing. Do you, do you think you know? that's, that's that's? It seems like that wouldn't be uh, exactly. Uh, you, you probably cared, right? Well, but you didn't stop. It was there was so much influence to go the other way when, when right. we were young, we were hanging out with the older cats, and it was just how we grew up. I mean, we started drinking. The first time I started drinking was twelve. We started yeah. drinking at twelve, yeah. yeah. And then sixteen, seventeen, we were like drinking. Oh going yeah, out. we were going out. With Who 18, got the tap? Who got the tap? Yep. Buying kegs. Yep. Well, we had we this, this yeah. Chinese joint in Kingston. And they would sell to everybody. They would serve. Yeah. Every, they were just trying to. Was it a restaurant? Yeah. Was, so the, you the just Royal, go to the back. Yeah. yeah. Cold it, tea. It, you want cold tea? The ro- yeah. So so the before, Royal. The, so well before <laughs> we were twenty one, we were in there. We were in there uh, drinking. Yeah. It was just it was a full blown addiction before we could legally even have a drink. That's yeah. how we were. Yep. And, Remember and, the Lake Palace? No. You no. That was no. In Pembroke. Oh. The snake. Spent, the snake. Oh yes, by, right by the water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The I know snake exactly. Phallus. God, it's it's something else now. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, something else, something now. else now. Yeah. You know, but it was it was we were introduced so early, and that's like with our kids, it's like we're gonna shield them, we're gonna show them the right way, and then ultimately it's on them. But at least we can shape and mold and and really show them because we didn't we didn't have that. Uh, it was it was accepted. It, yeah. was, it was it was socially accepted to have a drink to do some coke, you know. And then we went to that ecstasy phase. We were rolling all, yeah. all the time. We were yeah. doing that. And, and um, I, I, w- I was at the t- I was I was getting clean like at the beginning of that. You yeah. know, yeah. like I remember ninety nine, two thousand, like giving people like a fat stack of cash. Like yeah. you're taking a train in New York. All right, yeah, let's go. Yeah, don't. I'm telling you, if you do not come back, I will find you. Yeah, and this kid's like. <laughs> Bro, I'm yeah. going for myself. I'm like, <laughs> yes. You know? Well, we were, you know, uh. we, were, we didn't have to, being in the band, we will basically host the party. We were like professional party animals. So, <laughs> yeah. so it pr- attracted everything was so free. much. And, 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 you know, we got, we got a great guy who's been very, um, you know, 
He's been coming to the surface more. Matt Zagrodny, one of my great friends. Matty Z, I love you, brother. He was in my first band. He introduced me to my first band, 2006 Head Nod. And we were like a metal band. Nice. And we went, we went, <laughs> so, we went so hardcore. All right, so, so we're into it a little bit. Yep. Metal band? Yep. What happened? Dude, <laughs> there it is. I don't know. They all they all warned me that I was going to start balding real early, real, real early. I never. I, I just it, had to get it out of the way. It's okay. Bro. You can bring. It's, it's all okay. Good. Bring it's the all good. And, uh, it was my hair was terrible even when I had hair. And I remember my friend Danny's son came up to me, and this was like the turning point. He said, "What's wrong with your hair?" <laughs> it's like everybody's thinking it. You just finally said it. Yeah. Right. I'm, st- I'm going to start shaving it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but we were- Kristen seen <laughs> Kristen seen my high school picture not too long ago. Uh, it was like a helmet, bro. It was like, whoo, yeah. long. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. 80s. Oh, yeah. 80s. I never had good hair. It was terrible. It was terrible. This is a lot easier. It saves me a lot more money to, right. to keep up go. with it a lot yeah. more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but Maddie, yeah. Maddie's been great. Big shout out to Maddie Z for uh, 40 days, 41 days without a drink, bro. Oh, nice. he's the one that went live last night. Good he went stuff. for his first time. And, and first, first he was time. speaking to... A friend of Kristen's, Julie. Yep. Julie, like Julie, we awesome love you, Julie. That you that you're doing what you're doing. Yep. On you know, not even in the same state. Yep. Like and and you and you're continuing to to do this daily, and that's all we have is a daily reprieve. Um, all you got to the the record for sobriety is 24 hours. That's it. You know? Well, you know, yep. the more the the people are just going online. People are interacting less in person, going online. And you know, uh, we need to move this uh, recovery thing on into the online space. That's that's what that, we thought. That's everybody's platform. That, that's you what we, know that's what I mean? the platform now. And what, you know, she, Julie, you are inspiring. I know. It's, you, we, it's we're awesome. literally watching your journey from day one. But that's what we said. In my first year of sobriety, you can't help anybody. I was just trying to figure out who who I am. Yeah. My, right, my, right. You know, it was uh, it was terrible trying to figure out exactly what I really wanted. And I tried mm. to sober up multiple other times, but f- once. The woman I was living with didn't when I did, and, and I thought that oh, was going to yeah. be okay. She could still drink when I wasn't, and, and that yeah, in new sobriety that it, it that's didn't a work. But I thought I was strong yeah. enough to do that. Right. But there was still no meetings at this point. This hmm. was like I was trying to cold turkey just and, and right. with the help of my friends. You didn't know what you didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And then the second, well, the second relationship when I tried, I found out how much, how terrible what she had going on. I couldn't see it until I sobered up. Yeah. And I remember her saying, you know, AA is really going to fuck our relationship up. <laughs> I, I, rem- I remember her saying that. I'm like, whoa. And then, you know, uh, that, that came to a screeching halt pretty fast. Yeah. Um, oh. And that still wasn't enough to, to keep me sober. Went back again, kept using, kept drinking. And, and on this last one, man, it, it was crazy. I, we, we, we had this residency where we play out, you know, every week, weekly residencies. We've been doing oh, that yeah. for 10 years, you know, yeah. and, um, with the band. Yeah, with the yeah. band. So we had one and we did this for like six, seven years, Tuesday night get down. And, um, my brother-in-law came with me and it was Tuesday night. We all got to work the next morning. Yep. And it was just another night. We, we, we finished up with the band and we went to the after party 2 a.m. We're like, no, nah, we still got time. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get <laughs> yeah. up at 6 a.m. It's 2 a.m. You're like, no, we still, we're still okay. It's not bad yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And then 3, 3 4 a.m. rolls around. We got another ball and we're like, no, we'll, we'll be all right. It's only 4 a.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's only 4. So I, I, this was the day that we quit. And we went to, it, it's right near Cameron's house in Plymouth. That's the, the, a woman's sober home. Uh, oh, the, okay. the, the church that I went to for my first meeting. Mm. And uh, I dropped off Adam, 
who I love so much, my brother. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, Adam. I know you're listening right now. And, and they're going to interview him very shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dropped him He's off on. to his wife, who was my sister, at 5.30 in the morning on a night where we both had to get up for work the next day. Your sister, no one like... Wrecked. 5.30 Wrecked. in the morning. She, you, know, you know she's going to be pissed, bro. She's getting pissed. up the next day. I don't think you're going down. That's you're not going down. <laughs> you're, you're fake sleep. Remember the, remember the fake, oh, yeah. fake sleep? Oh, yeah. You, you act like you're sleeping next to her? Yes. Yep. So you can... Oh, oh man, what? really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I've been here, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, you... You don't remember waking up when I came in? Downstairs with the dogs for like three hours. Yeah. And, I passed uh, out on the couch. Yeah. And so I dropped, I dropped him off and my sister woke up <laughs> and she was like, fucking fuck you. You get out. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. And this was like, oh my God, this is real. This mm. is like, she left. She got up and left. And then I went home and had it out with the woman that I was living with. Mm. And, and, and she left. And Adam kept, Kept, he'll tell his story, but I stopped then, right? That was January 20th, the morning of. So you he, just celebrated. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Three years yeah, without three a drug. No hot yes. drugs, man. Nice. No cocaine, no drink. Nice. No, it, Nothing? It feels. I know. You know dude, I Nothing? get that all the time. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. You've never done, you haven't done anything? <laughs> it's like, no, I haven't done no, anything. It's really possible. And so she she <laughs> left. Really beautiful. And I, I stopped, and he went hard for one more day. Mm. And he was up now for over 48 hours straight. And, and Rob will tell you this. Rob Pagnano, one of my great friends, he's almost three years. He'll be three years in March. Nice. And he called me and he says, bro, your brother's at my show. Rob was playing T-Bones in Plymouth. And okay. He's, like, he's a fucking mess and he just got another package. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, well, I can't come get him. I'm dealing with my mess right now. I'm definitely yeah. not going to drive. And so our friend Bryson, who I was just with an hour ago, Went and got him and took him home. And then we, I went, met up with him, and we went to the first meeting where we saw a couple friends there. And he was wrecked, and I was still coming down. Yeah. And, and still coming down. Your first meeting, first and you were coming down. It Woo! Was, uh, it was terrible. Did but, you cry? Oh, I've been <laughs> crying for the last four days with Graham. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. been more and, of but an that's okay. emotional mess. That's, that's okay good. today. It's, it's, it's life. Listen, Let it, it out. It was, Feel it was feelings. terrible. To yeah. feel, I felt it, but it it was good to get it out. Mm. And we went, and I remember seeing one of our friends, and it was kind of relieving to see him. We like, like, oh, you know, this oh my, is where you been? I'm like, oh, you're here too. I don't feel like such a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't even know how to feel. And I got my first, the big book. And and I started started reading through that. And I also, you know, got the Bible, and I, and I got tattooed on my side. He will not test you beyond your strength. Along with the, the test, he will provide a way out so you may be able to, be able to endure it. And like mm. those little little things helped me, but it was real at that point. Finally, I knew I didn't care what anyone thought. And if you're listening out there, don't care what anyone thinks mm. about the decision you're gonna make to stop drinking or using, because that's what held right. me back for a long time. What's the being gonna think? How am I supposed to be a potty animal? How can I play not drunk? How can I like? Oh, you know, yeah. we never we never played sober. I remember my first sober show. I was like right on time. They all we had a code word, uh, a safe word. It was Oklahoma. They would the, the band would turn when I was playing too fast. I was playing 100 miles an hour because I'm jacked up, yeah. jazzed up, wrecked. <laughs> and I'm like three times as fast as the song uh, should be playing. They turn around and go Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, you know right? to, to slow down. I remember playing my first sober show. Like I had the timing was perfect. My my energy was there. My my endurance through the show. I I I I've once fell off the back of my drum stool during a song so shit-faced yeah right 
wrecked and, and tried to jump off. Motley the st- Crue style. Oh, it was terrible. Tommy Lee. Yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah. drums spin around yep. drums. I still yep. want one of those. But, and, uh, but you know, how, how good was that feeling? It, you, I'm sure you thought, I can't fucking play not using. I, I can't. Pl- I, I need a drink to it play. It came with it. It was in Matt Zagrodny, 40 Day Sober, We Love You, will attest to that because we did piles of it. Mm. At practice, we were in Bandstand Live in Taunton. Remember Bandstand Live? I think I Thumb, do. Thumbprint access code, 200 bands, 24-7. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> like studios. It was could, just like yes. this, studios. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we put a couch in there so we'd take turns using, sleeping, and staying, using, oh, sleeping, and staying. I had a practice space. I used to be a musician as well. I had a practice space like that in Seattle. We used to... Used to cook coke in there, you know. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It was uh, it was our safe spot. Yep. And, and it was smoke heroin, black tar in there. Oh, you get at it. Whatever it took Chasing to write the, the next song. Yeah. Whatever it took to write the next yeah. to write the next. We remember yep. tripping, writing, and the symbols were like spaceships. <laughs> and like it was like I, I'll never, you know, like those those days. Uh, it was you know, and we all of a sudden it was like twenty four hours. Like fuck, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Like, right. But, right. But you know, we um. Play, play, once we started, it was a change because, and Adam, you know, will tell you this. We're like, they're looking at us differently now. You know, it, it's, it's, but, but now it's more about the music. Mm. It was solely about partying for so long. We lost touch on what the music meant, yeah. what the music meant. And we weren't progressing as musicians. Mm. And, and, you know, it was, it was crazy the way it transformed into, just being for party, but we, we would we would we would host it, and I would make an announcement on the mic. All right, we're all going back to my place, and we'd all. And I had the place, after you know, party. It would be yeah. an after party forever, and and it was it was crazy. And I'm so proud of Matt because he lived that with me. 2006, seven, eight, and we were playing big Boston shows, and it was crazy. And now you play sober, and it's like. We can we can really depict what the music means to us. We're writing differently. I think I look back at some of the music we wrote. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck was we? What were we thinking? I'm like, fuck, I can't play that anymore. We can't. We can't. Yeah. I'm not cutting that and releasing that song anymore. I'm like, this is crazy. I don't live like that anymore. That's not what I believe in. Because I I feel like your values stay the same, but your beliefs change throughout life. So your values, good person, don't want to hurt nobody, right, love my right. family. That's those are your values, but your beliefs, I believe, I gotta be messed up to play that was i believe that yeah, we, yeah a, our belief, belief system has to be tossed right false out the window belief as well it yeah. was a false belief and then all of a sudden you sober up and you're like wow i don't have to you know i, I believe something differently now and yeah first year of sobriety we had to i had to find myself i couldn't help anybody this 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 group sobriety rocks and you can you can check that out um and at I'll add you in, or you can ask to be added into the yes. group, and we'll we'll add you this in. Is a Facebook group. This yes. is a fa- it's private, and, and we were talking talking about going public. We're going to stay private as of right now, so we can kind of monitor who's in the group while we're just launching, mm-hmm. and so we can set the right tone. Yes, because uh, um, we we did the same thing. We went we went public right off the rip. Okay, and it was kind of kind of madness, and uh, we had an IT guy come in and work with us, and he was like, "No, let's let's close this," and and. Like, well, you'll need approval because anyone could add anyone, and then people were getting mad. Yeah, you know, like we had talked about earlier. You know, 
Some people don't want to be in these groups. Some people don't want to be tagged in this stuff. Yeah, you know? don't don't just tag okay. people if you're listening. <laughs> don't saying, yeah. ask. You want to say, listen, I got a group. I, I, if you'd like, I can add you. I think it's going to provide some support. Ask. Ask their permission because mm-hmm. if you don't, people aren't going to take it not even a little bit seriously. Right. You know, right. And, and I see you guys. I can't thank you guys all enough for helping blo- this page blossom. The growth has been off the charts. But in my first year, I couldn't help anybody. Mm-hmm. We had to help us off. I remember we had to cancel two months of shows, and it was terrible because we go and play Loon Mountain every year. We played the Paul oh, Bunyan really? Lounge with Rob Pagnano, my man. Big shout out to Rob, and uh, we'd go play with Last Call on Six Foot Sunday. But it was a Coke fest, and <laughs> we would just drink nonstop. It was snowing, whether so it was snowing it, or not. It, it was whether it was snowing. <laughs> so I, I we played February first. Like uh, I sobered up January twentieth. I'm like Adam, we can't fucking go to Loon. Uh, we can't go in the hotel room with everybody, and, and I'm not. You ready. knew, you knew. It I'm not ready, so we canceled uh, two months of shows, and people were pissed. Wow, because the other members of the band didn't, you know. But we we said we we. I'm sorry, guys, we can't do this right now. And, and then we, we slowly started playing again, and it took on a new form. And then in the second year of, of, of you know, you, you financially unfuck yourself. It's kind of what <laughs> my, my cycle was like, I look back, $40,000 in debt. Really? You know, never paid taxes. Just hanging on by a thread with my accounts because I was a, a great installer and still am and can still do it. So they kept me because, you know, subcontractor, I mean, they, they yeah. still keep me along. And that's kind of what happened in the, in the second year was, do you remember a, f- a feeling of being like having a fear of the future? Like some kind of shoe was going to drop any minute. Like, you know, you owed something coming up and it was just this feeling a financial insecurity feeling yep. that it was it was always a, the date. I didn't want to know the date because the date means that I'm going to owe something's something. due. Something's due. <laughs> oh yeah, and I didn't pay something. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. and and when that when I realized that that feeling had gone away and that I had been responsible for multiple years, it didn't go away for a long time. Then it finally right. went away. I was like. You know that what a great feeling it is. You know, it, it was like most of my adult life up until, you know, a few years after sobriety, or, or more than a few years, really. Yeah, it's a great feeling to be caught up. Yeah. It's a great because <laughs> so we're going to buy a home um, for the, for the mind. first time. We're gonna we're gonna try to get that mortgage. Yeah, and there was like no chance in hell that I was right, ever. Right. I was gonna rent for the rest of my life, and I was cool with that. You know, like you accepted. Like, I'll just rent for the rest of my life. Yeah, right. Maybe we'll Settle do a rent to own. We'll do, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Like a coach at Rent-A-Center? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, it was crazy. What, what, in the second yeah. year, I'm like, if I ever want to own anything or really be a successful business owner, I'm going to have to clear this debt up. And we got on a right. financial plan that I could actually stick to. You know, and it started. It started the. You know, it started. I I uh, read this book, and I didn't read it till I was in sobriety for a while. I read it like four years ago. Um, but what a fantastic book! It's called Wealth Wounds. Okay. It's uh, it's written by by a guy in sobriety, and who's healed his his relationship with money. Mm. And it was it was really helpful for me. It's an unbelievable book. I'm going to take Wealth a note Wounds. of that. I want to definitely because yeah. um, you know. I got it on audiobook, you know. It's, well, it's we do I a do. lot of audiobook. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jim Rome, Zig Ziglar, oh, Tony yeah. Robbins, because he's so real. Tony yeah, Robbins will give it to you straight. Hey. Fantastic. Russell Brand, 
Russell Brand. Awesome. Fan. I didn't Joe know Rogan. he was such a uh, Joe Joe's podcast. Right, that was kind of the first podcast I watched. Right, w- right. was him. He's real. He'll give it to you real. And you, and yeah, you need that nowadays to too to to relate Every to week. to that. You know, but yeah. but like you, Russell Brand. He's he's on another level. Like I have and, and he has mentors. He has coaches for every area of his life. Okay, he, like Trent uh, Trent Shelton, awesome. Um, who else? Who else do we listen to? Um, Billy Allsbrook. You ever, ever no. read his book? No. Check that book okay. out. We have we have a meeting in Situate based on his book. It's called okay. War. We are recovered. Oh, that's very Saturdays cool. from four to five thirty. That's very cool. Small intimate meeting. Yeah. I'm gonna get over there. Yeah. Yeah. Saturdays. Yeah. Every Saturday. Social I, peer recovery. I for it, but I can't uh, I went to um can't get there. In Pembroke on Union Street. And that was the church because I live so close, but I would always sit in the back and be very quiet. Mm. Denial aisle. Denial aisle. Denial aisle. I wasn't really, but now my like my brother is so amazing. He attends. He attends meetings a lot more than I do. Yeah, you know, and, and he's like speaking, and he's come so far. It's so amazing. But yeah, I was definitely the guy in the back. Like, shh. Hey, you know, denial aisle is still in the meeting. Still, Absolutely, I was, still there. I was still there. And then in you know that was kind of like the second year was where am I at financially? Let's make a rec- let's 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 build something. And then yep. we hit three years and. Me and Adam were talking a couple months ago, and we were like, we should start something online. The, everything I do is online. I built the business with Kayani, which I'll talk about, our health and wellness company, which helped me stay sober because, you know, the, the meetings were great, but everyone's different. I needed something something more, something something that I could build. And when I when I was introduced to this health and wellness company, it, it, it helped really reinforce so many positives that I needed and everyone's different and the meetings helped and they were great but this this helped on another level something you could put your energy towards because I need to because I'm a workaholic yeah and I yeah, can't yeah. It, it, it was, once we it, put it down now we get we, what are we going to do with our time oh they told me I've been burning the candle at both ends my whole life and, and it hasn't stopped and so <laughs> exactly yeah. we're, we're coming up on three well, years and we're like <laughs> I can relate to that oh yeah it, it, we're like well you know what not only are we hitting three years together but why don't we start something because I got to give it up to Jack Donahue. I think my saxophone player, he's over a year sober, never went to a meeting, but followed our lead. And my great friend, Josh McGrath, and his son, I'm, I'm his son's godfather, JJ. He's over a year sober. And this is a hardcore tradesman, fucking everything's yeah. black and white. Yeah. And yeah. like we never, and, and he never went to a meeting either. But he, he followed our lead and, and we felt like we were walking a path and some people were coming in behind us yeah, and saying, all right, maybe it's okay to not have a drink. Maybe it's all right. And we saw it more and more, and it wasn't many people, but it was a few that really meant a lot to us. I'm and like, that's these what, are- That's what matters, This man. This is actually happening. So I think it's a great thing with the, the group mentality or the team mentality is definitely be, can be a positive thing if it's in a positive direction, yeah. right? That's yeah. fantastic. That's, that's, how, that's how the 12-step programs work. Community yeah. groups, part of like, like big part of it. Like, yeah. w- like we were talking earlier, accountability. Making amends was so mm-hmm. big for me. Yeah, um, the God, I tortured so many fucking people, <laughs> <laughs> especially you know, and, and uh, that was a big deal. And I'm gonna go through them again because it was since 2016. You know, mm. that yes. I've really, really gone through. And we we were coming up on three years. And we said, let's let's do something. And we thought we, we we wanted to think of a name that kind of embodied what we stand for. You know, sobriety rocks. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Sobriety's cool. It's okay to be right. sober. Right. 
you know, like <laughs> it rocks. It's it's okay. And we figured maybe a couple people will join one or two. And we'll add a couple of our friends and, and they'll see that, you know, these guys are now okay with starting a group because everything's done online. And I posted a link to an online AA meeting for Julie because she's got four kids and, and we have kids and you can't always make a meeting. This, this is why we do this. I love Yeah. I love this. Is this is why we do this because now I don't know how many people we're helping, but you know, got to be helping a couple. We, we got to be. I, I, I've had people message me. I've had people say thank you. Like, yep. I want. I want. To, I want that mom who can't leave because she has four kids. She has to bathe and feed and take care of and do laundry. Pop in your headphones. Put the friggin' iPad on the counter and yeah. listen. Yep. Be able to listen. You want to yep. pause it? Pause it. That's huge. That's right. <laughs> go know? get go get snacks. Yeah. Go get snacks. Get make them cheese. It's okay. Get the you want some popcorn? Get, this is sure. popcorn. Come back. <laughs> yeah. Jamie says she had a great yep. day. Me and snack bitch. <laughs> so how was yeah. your day? She's right. like, it was great. Yeah, Jesus, peanut butter. Like, I love you, Jamie, so much. You're so amazing with the kids. These are the people <laughs> that so we want to reach. The people that can't get out. The people that you know. Some people are so scared to be out socially. But oh, they, I was terrified. For but sure. they, oh, yeah. but they deserve. They deserve to have recovery. That's right. And if we can bring it to their living room, hashtag recovery at your fingertips. Love That's it. like ours. Go. I love recovery that. At your fingertips. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boom. You can start you your want. own brand just from that right there. Yeah. Hashtag sobriety rocks. Hashtag one ta- one day at a time. Mm. You know, and, and that's this. We have to roll with the punches. The world. Look what Jeff Bezos does. Buys Whole Foods. Knocks out retail all over the world look what what peapod does with stop and shop yeah. i don't even have to leave my house no. to put the, look, jamie does it with walmart yeah, yeah we can yeah. put yeah. our order in or or, or pin, uh, um amazon you know with jeff Bezos, with, and yep. we did all our shopping on amazon so we gotta roll with the punches plus i'm really busy and i want to spend time with the kids right and we work well, so much what was it getting your time back getting our time back <laughs> Get the other time. day, get getting time. that time. Yeah. Get my time back a little bit, a little right. bit at a time. Right. Yeah. So, so we're thinking, we're like, why don't we launch a private group where people, and then we're like, well, maybe it won't work because there's so much about this is anonymous. So many people don't want to let you know who they are, and, and it's a touchy realm, you know. But, but let's do it anyway. So, so Adam came up with the name. We we were snowballing and, and some names and. You know, Spritey rocks with the guitar neck, and we're going to trademark that. We have to make a few adjustments to it. And we said, let's launch it when, when we hit three years. And mm. and it was, I think it was a great, a great time to do it because we almost didn't because, you know, who, who am I? I don't know. It was, there was, there was, we had questions. We're like, who's going to mm-hmm. follow? Who really, who really wants to be so public about this? You know, not, not everybody wants to be public about this. So, so we launched it and we added a few people. And then here comes Chris. <laughs> here no. comes Chris. And I'm Did like, you, this guy. Did you say earlier is, nationwide? This is now like nation. <laughs> you know, well, it, it was so refreshing to have someone like you because <clears throat> I still feel like I'm in early sobriety, whatever that mm. may be. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I got a long way to go still. And, and so many people have so much more time under their belts to coach and to train and to inspire. Mm. But I threw all that out the window and we said, let's just do it. And then, you know, what you've done to help us promote this has been changing. It's Mm. changed the game because you're also rolling with me and saying, it's okay. It's cool. It's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. And then all of a sudden we got our first 50 members. Then all of a sudden in the first week it went to 100. Mm. 
Then it hit 150 this week. Now I got 75 more member requests to go through and we're going to be at 200. And we had a goal. I don't want to, we had a goal of trying to put 500 in the first month to, to really get some traction. And I can't believe how much it's taken off. And to hear these stories of, of like Julie Ayotte coming out right. and saying she she came into the group. This is why we did this. She came in and she said, I, I think I got a problem. I want to make a change. I'm not sure how. And then 15 people jumped in right, right. and said, we got you. We got you. Here's this. Post the link. Here's some personal development. That made me so happy it i was overwhelmed with joy because we helped and together because i don't have all the fucking answers yeah i don't have all the answers but like she she reached out to chris and chris was like oh check this out boom because you had it had invited her to it yep and now so you got connections you you set her up with some people down there yep down where she's at we set them up and, and we keep keep connecting we're networking right through this beautiful group of changing your life and seeing things differently. I see everything differently now. The way I work, much better tradesmen. Care, yeah. care so much more about the work I do. Mm-hmm. I'm in really enjoying, like we finished up a kitchen floor today, put the trim on perfect, the caulking, everything looked fucking beautiful. The trim was perfect. She comes in, she loves it. She's going to walk on this kitchen floor every day of her life. You right. know, as, as, and yeah. I did that. And I take so much more pride in it now. And, and music, it, it, it's different now. The way we wrote four or five years ago compared to the way that we're writing now, right. it took on a new meaning. Listen, I, I don't know about you, but music has got me through some of the hardest times in my life. It's the great communicator. Because there's things that I can't voice. There's things that I can't get out. But I know a song that talks about it. Yeah, I, I uh, boom, I put it on. I can relate to that. You and know, it can change you in, in a like, second. Change your mind, mind, mind. You know, process your thought process instantaneously. You're having such a yeah. horrible day, and you're thinking about drinking, and you, you might go get a bag. And then, if you're strong enough to 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 try to refocus and rechannel that energy on something else, you know, that was a big portion of of my first year. <clears throat> was I had to be in a mind state. Of of happiness, I had to find things that made me in music. Oh, yeah. Music was was huge. Yeah, in in, in, in early, you know. You know, Listen, it's I, funny. I had a the opposite uh, experience when I was getting sober, because I had taken on this identity. I think that was um, that was holding me back, and uh, I had to shatter that. So I pushed music out of my life okay. for a time. Um, because I had uh, so closely related it with this particular type of identity that I, I, I saw myself as, and I wasn't allowing myself to mm. grow, and I wasn't allowing myself to be humble, and it was a defense mechanism to let me to allow me to be um, continue to use and all this. And then I had to, uh, after being in sobriety for a number of years, I had to. Um, like figure out that there was some good parts and and go back and and uh and shake hands with my former self and be like okay well i wasn't all bad yeah right you know and uh but for a while i you know i and and when i was in for my first years of two years of sobriety i decided that i would walk through life as a miserable 
prick if I had not mean to people, but just being miserable if I had to. I'd just put one foot in front of the other, but there was no way I was going to stick a needle in my arm again. It was never going to happen, and I didn't care how miserable I got. Right. And, right. I, and that was like my, I, you know, that was my, I wish I was, because I, I was around, I had three fantastic friends of mine, um, none of which have come, willing to come on the podcast, but... <laughs> It's <laughs> not that time yet. Timing's different for Time everybody. Timing's different for everybody. That's everybody. right. My, yep. my brothers uh, who who uh, got sober with me were having the time of their lives, you know. And they were like, they would make fun of me for being the Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all got that. <laughs> I, we, we all got that. And you know? I, we had the ball. I had a ball with them. You know yeah, what right, I mean? Right. Yeah, I really like did. people don't realize you come into into recovery <laughs> into sobriety. They they think their life's ending. No, your life's just beginning. It's just yeah. it's just, just beginning, but it's beginning. such a big part of. I mean, how can you? Sixteen years old, you know, mm. all the way through my twenties, I don't remember so much. Right. You know, right, I right. can't like. It's such a big part of your life, and then I couldn't sleep. I remember not being able to to sleep, right. and that's where where Kayani really helped because I was also wasn't eating. Yeah, you weren't taking care of yourself for, for days. Mm. We weren't eating. You know, just coke, just drink, just keep, and, and you know, it's yeah. it's we didn't eat, and then oh, yeah. when when I did sober up, January twentieth, I was introduced to Kayani in April. I was white knuckling it for the first yeah. for for and still living with an addict, which was which was terrible, and uh, yeah, I, I that's tough. It man. was yeah. it is. trying to stay sober, living with I someone. Feel, I could change her. I could, oh, of course. I, I could change Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I I, if I lead from the front, and, and I can, but that didn't happen. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's not in, in early sobriety. It's very tough. That's why I don't agree with uh, watching people nod off on Suboxone in the program when you're sitting there trying to stay sober. Yeah. Although maybe it works for some people. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I, I never, I could never do it. I, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I want to be comatose like him. That's what I was like. You know what I mean? Well, they feel because their body is currently present. And, and it's okay. And to, the thing is, like, I'm I'm not knocking medically assisted treatment. I don't think any of us no, are. Go to detox. But it's 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 a personal preference. Yeah, um, I guess I guess you're if right. if your end game is abstinence, do what you got to do. Sure, but like I did methadone, and I, I I thank God Suboxone wasn't out when I got sober because I'd probably fucking still be on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because that's the type of person I am. I know that I can't do anything. Yeah. Um. So if you're using medically assisted treatment and you're using it the way it's supposed to be used, absolutely more power to you. Like, do what you got to do. If your end game is abstinence and to be off of everything, more more power to you. If and and I'm not saying that people can't take medication. I ain't a fucking doctor. I can't tell you that you can't right. take medication. That's right. You know, never because, make a medical claim in my life. No, yeah. no way. Like, you got anxiety, you might need anxiety medication. You got depression, you might need depression medication. But let's that is pinpoint. why you probably right. use to begin with. Right. But let's pinpoint. Let's, let's, exactly. let's, figure, let's don't, figure out Don't why. walk into the doctor and tell him what you need. Let him diagnose you. Let him, you know, oh, go through some time. Oh, yeah, I mean, Talk yeah. to these oh, yeah. people. Let time have oh, time. Yeah. You can walk into a doctor in 12 minutes and leave with five prescriptions. I remember sure. my first minutes. friend who did that for Klonopin. He, hmm? he went and duped the doctor while we were in yeah. high school. I'm like, what? You did? That's great. Yeah, really? Awesome. I'm like, what'd you get? How Let's many? go. This is great. You got a script? Yeah. High school. Every you know? month? High school. It was like forever? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but, you know, when I was, we weren't eating. We weren't eating. And that's where, what, Kayani was not only a platform for me to, to show people that there's another way health and wellness can be cool, mm-hmm. but it gave me the, the nutrition back that I 
didn't have right. forever. Right. So this is and, the company that you're part of, and what do they sell? They so yeah, food? so we we market online, uh, and it's a it's a health and wellness company. So it's it's a, a one ounce pouch with 22 superfoods, super high in, in antioxidants. Like I haven't been sick in two years. Our kids take it. I have 20 plus family members on it. So it's like vitamins. It's it's berries. It's the pure. It's supplements. It's okay. 22 superfoods with the purest extract from the berry. Right, based yep. on and all it, natural and it's ingredients. A, what what is it? Was Alaskan? It's it features the Alaskan wild blueberry, which is like ten times higher in antioxidants. So antioxidants cross the blood brain barrier, help you stay healthy, make you feel good, natural energy boost. And it was just right time, right place. I met the woman, Mr. Rob Pagnano introduced me to this because of my knees. Mm. Um Florin, around on the floor, wrecked yeah. yeah. my Listen, back. I painted for years. Oh yeah. Still paint. Oh yeah, Bain Tom's house. Oh, yeah. it, it was terrible. So he came to me, and he said, first of all, Mike, this is this is going to help you sleep. It's got these omega pills, these fish oil pills, pure mm. tocotrienol vitamin E, which beta, which helps you stay asleep and get into REM sleep. So mm. if I, even if I'm only sleeping a few hours, I'll sleep through, and I don't have to have Red Bulls five times a day because it's like a natural energy boost. Yeah. So he came and he said, this is going to help your knees, and sure as shit, in the first week. I felt relief and my inflammation had stopped. Wow. And and not only that, but it was brand new to the East Coast. It was a company that had been around for ten years. But because they, they're privately owned It was nobody, all West Coast. Nobody it was all West Coast. Nobody yeah. knew about it. So I met the woman, Miss Jules Marquisio. I love you so much. She's, she's I think she's on right now. She, I met her and she says, you know, nobody knows about this. The timing's right. We're gonna we're gonna take over. So I bought distribution rights. And everyone looked at me like I was fucking crazy. Yeah, like oh, this ex addict, those things, this alcoholic, who all we know is the guy at the party at five in the morning and still got the coke. Yeah, is now in a health and wellness <laughs> company. Great. Yeah. You know what's yeah, next? Really. You know what? You know what that <laughs> makes me think of? <laughs> there, there was a guy out in California. I think he. I think he started the company Herbalife. Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he sold crystal meth, what? and then he, he's like, oh. Ephedra, ephedrine. Okay, I'm now. I'm just gonna legally do it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, you know, it, it, they looked at me like I'm crazy. This is just a crutch because you're in early sobriety and you mm. don't know what you need, what you have. This is just a group that you can latch onto. But I saw so much more than that. What I saw was it helped me. My cousin took it through her whole pregnancy. It helped my mom with her fibromyalgia. It helped my aunt with her Lyme's disease. Really? We have a testimonials really? page with sixty plus thousand people that it's helped with. You know. I would never make a medical claim, but you can you can message me personally, and I'll show you, you know, the the success testimonials of how good nutrition, other than drugs and alcohol, can change your whole life. Wow! Listen, Who the U- you'd the feel US, better by putting putting you know the U.S. We're we're allowed to eat shit that's outlawed everywhere else in the world. They got uh, they got to prove it killed somebody to take it off the shelf. Yes, you got to you got to prove that it's you know so yeah. and it, what it did was it it gave me something to 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 build to believe in and it, the company is so pure mm. so so we were the first we were one of the first i built a team of hundreds and and it's it's a fat, not only a path to financial freedom but i shared it again with 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 a woman today who was a, was a nurse and she saw it and she says i can't believe the the you know what's in this this is crazy yeah, right. this is going to help and, and you know her mother is lives with her and her mother's 80 years old and it won't eat and this will at least provide some daily nutrition or, mm. you know, like my dad was trying to lose weight to get his hip surgery. 
Oh, right, because okay. they wouldn't yep. put him on the table until he hit a certain target weight. Right, right and he right. got that. He got that date now. It's in March, but he would skip breakfast and just take this supplement because it's getting. You know, you got your your vitamin B, your vitamin D, your, your you know vitamin A, and it's and it's gonna get you through to lunch. So it's helping on mm. that aspect too. But it was it was an amazing, amazing outlet with an amazing company with with a product that. It changed the way I way I feel. It was it was instant nutrition, and it gave me something to build because I'm a workaholic. It just gave you some you know some attention, something it, to put your attention to. It did, and it was a group of people that want to change their life and be right. healthy. So not Positive. only am I trying to trying to quit drinking and trying to not use. But now I got this this health product that's making me feel better, and it's brand new on the East Coast, and we can build a business to it. So it was like the best of both worlds. But people looked at me like, "You're out of your mind, kid. Yeah, yeah. You're out of your mind, kid. Yeah. We saw you last month. Yeah, yeah. No, no life changing decisions in your first year. Yeah, no one. yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> you know no, I mean? definitely not. So, so uh, no relationships either. And Rob Pagnano will tell you too. And it's crazy how people will like run with you, take a shot of whiskey. Blow a line off the back of the toilet bowl, right? You ever go back to the surfaces you used to use oh. in the old bars? <laughs> Come and on, you're like, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. throw up in your mouth looking yeah, at waves. Exactly. You know, people will do that, but they won't try a product that's <laughs> proven to help the quality of your life and nutrition, right? Oh, I ain't but taking that. They're like, you're fucking mental. Want to set me up another line on the back of that shit or yeah, though? That's that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly. Once, oh, this is a terrible story. Once I left my license with the line on it in the bathroom and left and went home. Oh, no way. And and, and we figured it out. And I was there right before they opened the doors the next morning, still awake. Uh, And ran in and they're like, what are you doing? We're not even going to serve anybody until half hour. No, I'm good. I just got to use the bathroom. I just got to use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a rookie move. You left your license with the Coke on it. Wow. That's that's uh, where no, we that, were at. That, that's yeah. That's, that's where like we were at. Because I wasn't by myself in the bathroom. <laughs> listen, listen. I did I did crystal meth out in California. I think the longest I was ever awake was like fourteen days. Stop. I could wow. see pterodactyls. Stop. Listen, I'm out by Edward Zampo's base. <laughs> I'm out by Edward Zampo's base. There's there's friggin' I, uh, stealth fighters. I'm like they're fucking follow. They're following me. Like this is where they tested all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm driving through the desert, yeah. and the reflectors on the highway. Yeah, it's like my headlights are hitting them, and it's like a fucking laser oh. beam. And I'm like, the other night yeah. I watched that movie Spun. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. like that. Yeah. That was my that fucking was life. Oh, that was God. my life. We had no problem driving on three days no sleep. Two days yeah. no sleep. We had oh, no yeah. problem. We would set them up while we were driving. Never, never, not once didn't have a road soda and, and I'm, I'm not one DUI. Yeah, I, I, dr- I was yeah. the guy, I got the van, I have the van, I took all the band equipment to every show for over 10 years, would buy everything, would line them all up, would do them in the ride and, and by the grace of God, but no, my brother yeah, got, no my, got hurt. my brother got two and lost his license for five years, almost went to jail. Adam, mm-hmm. his story's amazing. Yeah. Wait till you get some yeah, time with him. It'll you be know, coming soon. He, um, he, we, we played a, a place in Kingston. It was called Frankie D's. <laughs> Frankie D's <laughs> barbecue place. Yeah. Oh, what, what happened? That he place moved to was Texas. So I still talk to him. I still that talk place to him. was so good. We played oh, that. Yeah, I know we, what you're Frankie about. D's, and and he left. Exit ten. Yeah, baby, oh. Kingston. Yeah, mm. and, and uh, we we all. He left and had to go home. He was in the hearse, 
and he got pulled over in the hearse at 90 miles an hour on 44, oh, 50 mile boy. an hour speed limit. If you get doubled, I doubled it once. I, I almost doubled. I, I got caught 118 miles an hour in a 60, and they pull it automatically if you doubled the speed limit. Yeah, yeah. And that was his. That was his second DUI, and we still didn't learn. Nope. Yeah. And we still didn't care, and, and you know we still drove around like crazy. Uh, but Thank I God never, by the grace of God, and I always had five people in the back with the equipment. That's it. it I was it, I was the guy that was in the. If I lived in L.A., I would have been on TV all the fucking time because I had so many police chases. Yeah. <laughs> like, serious. Like, it was, the lights went on, the foot went down, mm, and it was because mm. I didn't want to be sick. We did that That's, on our street bikes a lot. We never, yeah. No one ever caught me on my street bike. We, we bend the, the license plate up. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Like, I got away from the police in a Geo Metro. Three <laughs> cylinders. Don't mess with Stop. There's no in the back roads. True story. No, That's, in the back roads. Through the woods, too. I saw the parking lot through the woods. I went right through the lawns, oh. rolling rocks out of the way. So I get, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> pull, in, pull into somebody else's driveway? Yes. Uh, we used to do that. We'd pull into somebody else's driveway, kill the lights, kill everything, stop, let the cop roll by. <laughs> yep, yep. Hopefully they don't turn their lights on in the house. We were terrible. Yep. It, was, it was crazy, but I, I never, and I never killed anybody. Like, my, um, you know, we still got some, some family issues, mm. and um, we, you know, one of my family members started at 9 a.m. yesterday morning at my at, at Graham's funeral, and, yeah. and uh, well, the and feelings are, are, are it was so we run from it horrible. Was, but uh, then he tried to drive out of there. Yeah, and we yeah, had yeah. to fight his keys out because it wasn't about him we were worried about. It was who are you gonna crush on your right. way home? That's just trying to go home to see his kids. Exactly, right. just getting out of work. Three yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Just you know? not, it's yeah. not fair. You know, but we we didn't think about that. We no. we, we didn't think about. The, the consequences of what I was doing getting behind the wheel. Like, I like to turn the ignition over while it was coursing. The last shot was still coursing through my veins and then and then start rolling. It was yeah. like, it was just, it was just L- nonstop. L- life, life and sobriety becomes something so much more significant and uh, so much more um, beautiful, you know, um, and you respect yourself so much more. Um, I just, uh, I, I can't express how grateful i am to uh, not be that person who i was because i was that same person who i'd wake up and uh grab the whiskey bottle yeah. right off the rip you oh, know yeah. what i mean and start oh, yeah. going after you know having leaving it there where it was the night before yeah you know and yep. and it's just oblivion and it's not you it's yep. not really who you are yeah you, you, you know you're a drunk person is that who you really are no yep. yeah you know, it was ruining. You know. It was ruining every every aspect of my life, and I, I remember going down to do laundry and have I'd have my shit on the dryer, mm. and in the six pack in the little fridge next to it, and she's upstairs watching a movie, and it's like fucking Thursday night. And yeah, I've, you I've been doing drinking. laundry for four hours, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like I'm like hiding it from. You can't even fold the shit, and then I'm so going fuck. No, I'm just sick. <laughs> just sick. I don't yeah. feel good again. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, feel yeah. good again, babe. No, you go to. I'll be back later. I got to finish this laundry. It, it was terrible. <laughs> you wash the same load like five yeah. times. <laughs> Clean his laundry. Babe, they work clothes. It, 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 the glue on the floor. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, it's the mastic. Oh, it's terrible. It was terrible. But then you know you're trying to think think back. Like where did it start? Yeah. How did it get so out of control? So fast. How did I? How am I drinking every day? How do I have the shakes if I'm not drinking? And, and it got to a point where I couldn't have just two or three beers because I tried not do coke. Yeah, yeah. And, and then at, at night, not not come back when I couldn't sleep without an oxy or or, 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 or t- you know, how did it get there? 
Yeah. How, how did it get to that? Where, point? where was that line that I crossed? You know, where was that line? And and it just hit me so hard that day that I dropped Adam off at five thirty in the morning on Tuesday night, January twentieth, two thousand sixteen, because we had tried so many times before, crying, breakdown. I'm done. I'm gonna quit. Fucking that's that's it. I yeah, can't yeah. anymore because my my heart feels like it's gonna. I felt like so many nights I was gonna literally have a heart attack. And, remember and those I'm, where it's beaten out of oh, your body yeah. and you're scared, but you can't go to the hospital. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna wait. I don't know what's gonna happen. And, and, and I'm sure that you were sincere at that time. But then that power of choice had been taken from you many years before that. That's right. And, and, you, and can now give, you, can't. you can give that power away again at yeah. any time. You know, and, and but and right then, now you, know, you still have it. I still have it right now. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and I still I still have my my, my time back in my life and and i got these two beautiful baby boys six-year-old twin boys that they will wow. never see me have a drink ever when i watched my Fantastic. family they just it didn't matter who saw what what you know my family right. was kind of like bring me some you can come over as long as yeah, you yeah, can yeah. i can get oh them. yeah you that's how here. my family was you know yeah, and, yeah. and to have these boys that that we're responsible for now we're setting an example i never set an ex- I had to set an example and that that alone will will keep me on the straight yes you know but nice. it's just on this this time i cared this time it didn't matter what anyone said or what they thought because my brother-in-law was doing it with me that was another thing is that i had right, a, an accountability alone. partner this yep. time Hey, that was so willing companions, to, that's a good, man. That's a good like, thing. Willing, willing to do it. We went to the young on Union Street in Rockland, the young people's meeting, and, and that's, we went. That's where I, I met, started that. No way. That's where Rockland Shawnee young Mack, people. Yeah, Sean yeah. Mack took me. I, that was my first meeting. I started that meeting. No way. <laughs> yeah. So, so you that, know that was that was my home group. Dan Burke. Yeah. Dan, Danny Burke. <laughs> Danny Burke was a contractor. I do a lot of work for him. Great, amazing dude. Just had a baby, built a house. Yeah. Listen, you know, he. You know, I've been there since Dan's first day. Stop. Listen, two, three in the morning. Hey, I got to move. Yeah. I, I, here I, uh, all right, where are we yeah. going? Yeah. Like, serious. Like, so awesome. Dan needed work. Yeah. A buddy of mine had a company say, hey, I'm looking for a painter. I said, listen, I don't know if this kid can paint, yeah. but he'll show up. Yeah. And look at Dan now. Yeah. Work development. It's huge. Five, He's killing it. Four or five He's trucks. Killing multi-million it. Multi-million dollar business. Killing it. Wow. Killing it. Uh, I just I was just talking to him not too long ago. Uh, great Shawnee guy. Mac. Shawnee Mac. Big up to Shawnee Mac. Yep. Shawnee Mac was sober before I was. So. And he did it. I by, knew I knew you. I had to have seen you there. Yeah. Had to have. Yeah. Those were the first meetings I ever attended. Nice. And, and then it was in Rockland. And then I was living in Pembroke and found out on right down the street from me on Mattachusett Street. They were having another meeting at mm. 730 at night on Thursday nights. And my oh, friend yeah, remember, Brian Kademan was going to that. Yeah, K five Auto, big plug for you right there. He's kept my vans on the road. <laughs> Got me a sticker. <laughs> I don't know how, brother, but you are the man. I think I seen. Is you it need in Pembroke? Good, he's K5? in Pembroke. K five yeah. Auto. And you need a really good mechanic in your life. And he he was um, running partner. You know, we'd go get the car worked on for like eight days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. It was like, and, and he introduced me to that. And then, and you know, Shawnee Mac was doing it before any of us yeah. of our group. But yeah. you know, um, we just had we had so far to go, and we had no idea what was in store for us. But mm-hmm. it was a first step. It was it was a first step. And I saw people there I knew. And what you have to do, and this is why sobriety rocks, is, is going to be so powerful because you have to connect with other people with the same story, right? Yeah. My story is different from yours. My story is different from yours. My story is is personalized to me, but there are other people who have the same exact feelings and story. 
yeah. with the same exact problem that I have. And that's what's the power of this. And that's what I, what it, it came to me. You know, it, that's that's why it's so important to be in a group setting of something. I'm not saying you have to go to every single meeting. Right. It's going to help, and, and it's you got obviously it's 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 tremendous in a lot of people's recovery. But you got to be a part of something, and I'm hoping that sobriety rocks can be an outlet where you can be from your house. Yeah, exactly. You could be lying about not drinking. <laughs> I'm not sure you might be. Yeah, this 27 be, days sober, but you just somebody just bullshit. saw you have a drink. Maybe possibly, but it's at least going to help you stay plugged in and give you a chance to connect with people that want to help. And and it's like the group thing, especially with Julie Ayotte, five days sober now, you know, and she was like attacked with an abundance of love and support immediately. And I think that is the the determining factor, knowing that people care and and you're not alone, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in it, you know. Fantastic, brother. Hey, I, yeah, we, we've been going. We, yes. Uh, we got to wrap it. So, <laughs> yeah, we can, we can have you back. scratch the surface yet. We, we, can do, we can do part two. We can do part two. Can, I, can I bring the acoustic guitar? Hey. Oh, hey. Listen, we can bring Sobriety Rocks. We can bring um, the Life on Lifestimes podcast yeah. to Recovery Graffiti, 24hourpower.com over talking. in Whitman. Now we're talking. They're gonna have open mic. Yep. You guys want to set up? You guys yep. want to play acoustic? <laughs> Let's do it. You know, do some unplugged version. Let's do it. Like, Listen. Uh, so we we want to uh, also start talking to start um, thinking about getting a, a a fundraiser going on for us. Uh, you know, probably you know six months or something like yes. that. Because we're gonna we're gonna move into a, a you know our next our next phase of our development. Yes. You know, so I'm very excited to watch the growth and, uh, about this. We uh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mike, we were talking to Mikey Mikey Dyer. Mikey he's, D, he's got, a, he's got a vision. Mikey D's got a big. He's got a big vision. He's a visionary. Yes. And we were thinking the same thing. Um, we wanna, we're gonna wait. We're gonna, we're gonna have the growth of the group for for a few months. Mm. We wanted to link up with you guys and and, and and you know really take from all different angles how collaborate, grow and man. collaborate. Yeah. And then we want to start. We want to throw our first event. You know whether we collaborate with you guys in the summer. Yeah, we want to have an outdoor music, fun games, kids. Um, you know everything yeah. goes to the charity that we're gonna pick. Mm. Uh, you know we're gonna have merch, gear. We're, we're working on becoming a nonprofit right now. There's a few hoops that we have to jump through to get there and some yep. and some tape, but yep. we're gonna cut it and we're gonna get in. But we have we have big big plans, and I know you do too. And you guys, yeah. you know, yeah. I know can take this to the forefront. You know. So we're yes, gonna, we're gonna try. We're Sobriety gonna rocks. Sobriety Life on Life Terms podcast. podcast. We are last call, baby. Lolterms.com. Yes, lolterms.com. Like, Thank- subscribe, share. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace, Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>